ancestors surround us. Hi, I'm Carol Silver Elliott, President and CEO of the Jewish Home Family, a continuum of services for older adults in northern Bergen County, New Jersey. We are delighted to welcome you to our podcast that we call Advancing the Art of Aging. And today we have a special guest. Our special guest is Melanie Cohen, who is the Executive Director of the Jewish Home Foundation. Welcome. Thank you. Very nice to be here. Melanie, what is it that the Jewish Home Foundation does? Well, the Jewish Home Foundation is the philanthropic arm of the entire Jewish Home Family organization. So uh, we, we are in contact with the community and with local, regional, and national foundations to solicit their philanthropic support for uh, all the areas of elder care that we service. And why is it important to have philanthropic support? What does it mean to an organization? Well, I think the meaning really is twofold. First of all, is it's the practical financial part of, of the equation. Um, we like to operate our uh, entities at, uh, at uh, zero um, budgets. Uh, we like our, our budget, budgets to balance. But in order, us, in order for us to provide the extra special programming and care that we like to provide to the elders that we care for, both in our facilities uh, and in their homes, we like to utilize the philanthropic dollars to fund those programs. For example, uh, three years ago, the Jewish Home Family made a commitment to uh, start focusing its long-term care on the greenhouse model. And uh, the greenhouse model, it's really a, a completely different philosophy of care of elders in our facility who are here uh, for long term, who call our facilities their homes. And the project involved a three-year uh, training program for all of our staff. And, of course, the three-year training program came with a considerable cost. And this was one of the projects that the foundation funded. That's great. So the foundation really enables the organization to do some new things. Correct. That's wonderful. Um, a few years ago, <clears throat> about two years ago, we started focusing on uh, care for those with Parkinson's, both in our facilities and for uh, folks in the community who are living with Parkinson's at home. And uh, we started, uh, of course, our, uh, our boxing program and our um, support groups, and all of these things uh, cost us a little bit of extra money outside of our budgetary abilities, and uh, it really is a pleasure for the foundation to, to fund these programs that we feel are doing a little extra special in terms of quality of care for our elders. How does the foundation go about raising this money, Mel? Well, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's certainly a process. Uh, we do uh, direct mail solicitations to the community, uh, but most of our work is personal contact. We, over the years, have had a very supportive community from our board members and community members who, who recognize the fact that uh, elder care is an important part of uh, a community. 
and uh, are willing to support support uh, the philanthropic side of it. We have um, a number of programs that we run throughout the year. Um, we have an annual giving program. We call it Bone Olam, Builders of the World. And this is really a program that we started about 15 years ago out of a brainstorming session where we wanted to provide our donors with a very simple ability to make a once-a-year once a commitment financially to supporting the programs and services that we provided, uh, making the commitment at the beginning of the year, and then being able to use that commitment throughout the year to participate in uh, our events and our fundraisers. It's been wildly successful over the years. I think we've totaled over $15 million dollars uh, in in the 15-year period. And uh, just this past year, we raised just under a million and a half dollars through that program alone. What else do you do to raise money? Well, we have a uh, direct mail. We have a very popular patron calendar uh, where people can um, reserve and dedicate a day, date on the calendar, any month, an anniversary, a birthday. Uh, we print them and we mail... Uh, 4,500 calendars to the community. Their uh, their calendars based on the on the uh, the Hebrew calendar, and we mail those in August. And it's very very popular. When they don't arrive on time in folks' mailboxes, we get telephone calls about where 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 is our calendar. That that fundraiser alone, besides servicing the community with a uh, Hebrew calendar for the year and highlighting some of the programs and the history of the Jewish home, it also provides us with a $200,000 fundraiser. That's great. And you have some special events as well, I think. We do run two special events. Of course, 2020 has been a little bit different, but uh, in normal times, we run a very, very popular golf outing uh, in the late spring. We've been doing it the first Monday of June, and uh, it's an all-day event. And over the course of, of the uh, event, we have 300 people participating in the various aspects, tennis, golf, brunch, uh, cards and games. And then we, we conclude in the evening with a very, very lovely cocktail hour and dinner, lots of prizes and awards. And the majority of our fundraising comes from sponsorships. Uh, that also, over the years, uh, we normally raise uh, in excess of $250,000 on that event. And then uh, in the fall, we have our Black Tie Gala. Now, uh, the gala has always been considered the, uh, the social event of the, of the year for a lot of the community. We, we honor someone in the community who has either been a board member and has served for the Jewish for the Jewish home family, or someone who has over the years had some considerable commitment to elder care? Of course, in twenty twenty one, in twenty twenty, this past year, we were not able to do the events live. Uh, we had to think a little bit out of the box, and we were very fortunate in uh, doing a lot of brainstorming. Our golf outing was completely virtual. It was a Zoom event. We had uh, close to 200 people who were online with us, and we were able to uh, have three sports figures 
who were guests uh, who came and, and spoke about the pandemic and how it has both affected uh, professional sports and um, how, how uh, pe- people can still participate. And really, all of the speakers reflected a very positive attitude about uh, community involvement. Uh, it was very, very well received. And when we thought about our gala, which uh, occurred in, um, in mid-October, uh, after a lot of soul-searching, we felt that the best, best group of people to honor this year was not a single individual in the community, but rather our incredible staff who has uh, endured the past eight months of, uh, of providing incredible care to our elders in both of our facilities and people who are being cared for at home. And they were truly our heroes and uh, it was a great decision. The community really, really uh, came forward and, and supported the event philanthropically. And uh, once again, it became the major event of the year. I'm hoping that uh, next year we'll be back in person with our events. Um, if for some reason we can't, we'll have to do a lot, a lot more brainstorming. You also have a capital campaign underway, as I understand it. Yes, we had a have a capital campaign that began in uh, 2017. Uh, the campaign was really the result of an extensive uh, market analysis of uh, what the demands and the needs were of uh, elder care in our community, and a an extensive strategic planning. Um, conversation that our board and staff had, and uh, there was a commitment to uh, provide uh, 60 new uh, rehabilitation beds in in a very very modern residence and a state-of-the-art rehabilitation center. Uh, We'll be the first in our area to have warm water therapy pools And we believe that it will provide uh, wonderful opportunities for uh, recovery for those uh, doing short-term rehabilitation and also for our residents who uh, call our facilities home and might might benefit from uh, warm water therapies. That's great. And what's the status of the project right now? The project was a $30 million project. Um, over the course of uh, the three years, we've, uh, we have commitments of uh, $25.5 million. And um, we've, we've slowed down our solicitations due to the, uh, the COVID-19 crisis. Uh, we're hoping as it abates, and we're hoping that as our building proceeds and we can invite people to come and kick the tires, so to speak, that we'll be able to complete the uh, the four and a half million dollars that we need. Uh, the project is well underway. Construction is well under underway. Uh, it has not abated because of the pandemic. Uh, they've worked on the project every day since February, and uh, we see see steel and walls going up, and it's uh, it's very exciting. 
When do you think the new construction will be completed? We're hoping that the construction will be completed and we'll receive our C, C of O and begin operating in the early fall of uh, 21. And uh, we hope to, uh, to celebrate with the community at that time. Well, it sounds very exciting. It's amazing that it hasn't really gotten delayed because of the pandemic. We were very fortunate. Uh, there were there were days where we thought that uh, uh, the state of New Jersey w- was going to halt uh, construction, but uh, because it is a healthcare facility, uh, it is considered essential, and we were able to continue. That's very exciting. So as you kind of look into the future and you look at philanthropy for the Jewish Home family going forward, what do you see? Well, I see a continuing demand for philanthropic funds for all of these special programs. Uh, as elder care becomes more and more sophisticated, uh, just like every other form of, uh, of health care, uh, there are special programs that uh, whether they're uh, tech, technology-based or, or care-driven require training and um, programming, and all of those things uh, come with a price tag. And the foundation is uh, very eager to be able to uh, fulfill our commitment to, to providing the, the funding for those kinds of things. I think in the, in the long run, um, the Jewish home family is, is very, very stable financially, and we will continue to be. I think something that we would like to turn our attention to in the not-too-distant future is our endowment. Uh, we do have an endowment. Uh, it is, it's not really as robust as we would like to enjoy uh, but the opportunity will be there for donors to uh, make uh, commitments to our endowment, whereby we invest the, the donations and uh, we continue to make money off of the principal investment and utilize the interest that we earn uh, for these special programs. Uh, any, any organization that... Uh, that is really in it for the long haul has a very, very well-established endowment, and that's what we hope to do. That's great. If someone wants to know more about the foundation or how to support the Jewish home, what should they do? Well, we have a, a wonderful website for the Jewish home family, uh, jewishhomefamily.org, and on that website you can learn all about the services and programs provided by the organization, and the foundation has a tab on that website, and there is a, uh, a Donate Now uh, page that you can access. And, of course, anyone can contact me uh, at the foundation office and happy to, to discuss with them how they, could, how they can help support what we're trying to do here. Thank you so much for being with us today. My pleasure. All of the children Elders with wisdom rise, ancestors surround us rise.